The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. John the Baptist said to his disciples, He who comes from above is above all others. He who is born of the earth is earthly himself and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven bears witness to the things he has seen and heard, even if his testimony is not accepted, though all who do accept his testimony are attesting the truthfulness of God, since he whom God has sent speaks God's own words. God gives him the Spirit without reserve. The Father loves the Son and has entrusted everything to him. Anyone who believes in the Son has eternal life, but anyone who refuses to believe in the Son will never see life. The anger of God stays on him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord speaking to Nicodemus declared plainly that he was from above and that he bore testimony from God. And then our Lord went back to the region, um, the Jordan, where he had been baptized, and John was still baptizing. And the Lord was drawing people to himself, so much so that John's disciples, um, prompted by jealousy, complained to John, the man whom you bore testimony, they said, is lower down the river and everybody is going to him. And again, John remonstrated with them, trying to convince them that Christ was the one whom they should follow. He said that he himself was merely the friend of the bridegroom. And he, John, rejoiced to hear the voice of the bridegroom. But the disciples are still reluctant. And so John continues to speak to them, to admonish them, and even to place a warning, telling them that they risk losing eternal life. And in fact, that the anger of God still would remain on them if they refuse to follow the light. So how does John argue? Again, from common experience. John the Baptist, we're told, said to his disciples, he who comes from above is above all others, as he had said about Christ, the Lamb of God. He is above all others. Above all others in two ways. The first, he is above all others because he comes from heaven, because he's equal to the Father, because he, through him all things were made, and yet he's above all others in another way, because he has taken to himself human flesh, not the sinful flesh of Adam fallen, but rather the same flesh that he, Christ, the Son of God, had created before Adam had fallen, that flesh that was without sin. And so he is above all others in two respects. And then referring to himself, he who is born of the earth is earthly himself and speaks in an earthly way. Or in other words, 
we can only speak according to our own nature. Or as our Lord himself says, out of the goodness of the heart comes goodness, but evil is on the tongue of he who has evil in his heart. But in another sense, uh, uh, he who is born of earth can only interpret things in an earthly way, whereas those who are born of the Spirit will speak in a spiritual way. He who comes from heaven, John continues, bears witness to the things he has seen and heard, because he's speaking out of his own experience. And it still remains true, the, the, the Baptist continues, even though his testimony is not accepted. At the beginning of the Gospel, we read he came to his own, and his own received him not. So, whether his testimony is accepted or not, nonetheless, his testimony is true and valid. Why? Because he's attesting to the truthfulness of God. And God can neither deceive nor be deceived. The Baptist goes even further, that Christ, he who comes from above, attests to the truthfulness of God for the simple reason that he is the one God has sent. And necessarily, he speaks God's own words, since he himself is the word of God. And then to reinforce it even more, God gives him the spirit without reserve. He can, God can only give Christ the spirit without reserve if Christ, of course, is equal to God. Because no creature can possibly receive God's spirit without reserve. And so, because he has the spirit without reserve, is even more reason to believe him. Every other human being receives in some way, in some manner, the Spirit of God, but always limited to the capacity that one is able to receive it. We think even of the Virgin, who received the Spirit, in fact, to the degree that she was full of grace, yet even she was not able to receive the entire, the, 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 the God in all of his infinity, except he become man, and so it's only in a womb she was able to enclose God himself, and that because God had become man. Again, the Baptist moves further. The Father loves the Son and has entrusted everything to him. The Father loves all of us. That is why he sent his Son into the world. Yet the Father does not entrust everything to us. But he loves the Son, not as he loves us as adopted children or even as creatures. He loves the Son as his own equal, equal to him in all things. And because he's equal, he can entrust everything to him, not by grace, but by right. Because as God, the Son possesses everything. All things are made through him. But as man... He now has it um, transferred to his humanity. And therefore, because all things have been entrusted to him, he is able to redeem all those whom the Father has given him, as he himself 
will say later, in fact, on the very night, he was betrayed. All things have been given to me by my father. And in this, he would, in fact, fulfill the mission for which he was sent, namely to bring salvation to all. So then, the Baptist concludes, anyone who believes in the, in the Son has eternal life. This is the very reason that it is necessary to believe in the Son, so that eternal life might begin in us. But to refuse to believe is in fact to refuse eternal life. The Baptist says conclusively, in this way, to, 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 to frighten his disciples, he will never see life. The anger of God stays on him. So as long as we hold on to the old Adam, the anger of God remains. But by believing in Christ and in accepting him as our Lord, as our Savior, we have eternal life. And therefore, the mission of Christ is fulfilled since he came to give us life, and to give it to us abundantly. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Mm-hmm.